I'd just like to say up top that the views expressed by the guests and hosts of this podcast are their own. They may not jive with yours. Anything said on this podcast should not be taken as fact. It is for entertainment purposes only and all that legal disclaimer stuff. With that being said, ever since the dawn of humanity, we have come together in celebration, combining the best in art, science, music, technology, food, fashion, games, and more for great big parties. Now, there's the Ultimate Party, a podcast where we talk about parties, what we like about them, what could use some improvement, and the commonalities between them all. I am one half of your host, the Woolums, and we're just going to get right into it. Thank you. Hey, Austin. Hey, Kyle. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it goes beautifully. I would like to start off this episode with an apology. Because it's not coming out on Thursday when we normally release it. Mm. It's coming out like Monday, which I mean, I'm frustrated at myself, but we just want to keep the listeners on their toes. Exactly. We got to, we're just trying to, I I would like to keep the release schedule consistent, but it's hard when you don't have sponsors and you're not getting paid and then like you have to be independent. You know, wink, wink, Squarespace, wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we pay them and just give a little back. Just give us the free domain. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I must have registered like six domains with them by now, but it's fun. Squarespace, <laughs> the easy to use platforming software where you can have plenty of built-in hey, templates. Hey, hey, we, we don't need to do the we don't need to do the work before the money. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? I was just showing them that we can do it. We can, we can do we it. Can do it. <laughs> The fast, fun, easy platform to use. Hey, have you been to any good parties lately since the last time we recorded this? Um, not as of recently, but I am about to go down to uh, the Pride Parade tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Down in Denver. And that should be a fun time. That should be a fun time. Yeah. That's just one giant citywide party. I know. It's a, like a month-long party. I love Pride yeah. Month because everything turns into rainbows and, you know... You can just have people seem to be more festive. Yeah, you know it's a it's a nice message. I don't care who you are, have some pride. You Dad, know? Yeah, I like yeah. it. No matter yeah. what what you think, you you may need to hide from the world. There's a lot of people that love that. Exactly. No, let your freak flag fly, and that's not. I'm, I'm saying freak in a very positive term. I don't want to associate the people in, in this this train of thought. It's going nowhere. I so told you I we have freaking. a lovely guest today, this week. I think we all got a little freak in every one of us. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got a little freak inside. I know. I got a little freak. Exactly. Well, we have to introduce you. Okay. All right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, lady and gentlemen, our two listeners. Well, I'd like to introduce our mom, Miss Karen Palmer. Hey. I know. She's not even Woolums anymore. I'm not even a Woolums anymore. I know. No. Well, she moved on. She put the Woolums behind her. Yeah. I did. Well, not behind her. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. we're still here. Just the yeah. name. If, if anything, she doesn't get to see us enough. That's True. okay. You get to be your own person, you know? Exactly. When we're together, you get to be your own identity. Right. Yeah. I mean, we both still live with members of the family, so we're still kind of tied to our childhood. Like, we're still the little babies. Yeah. But Always. And you know, even when we were little babies, we were still being our own people. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. Made life interesting. Always our own. And so, Mom, we have a question for you. You do? I do. Nice. And I know. Austin, you want to help me ask this question? Ooh, I, it's been, I don't think I've ever asked this question. I think... Uh, it's... it's. I know. Oh, I'm, I've heard you ask this question. Okay. Um, if, if you were to have all the uh, amenities, all the supplies, all the capabilities, what would be your most ideal party situation Mm. you know what that is a great question everybody has an opinion on that one it's the one we ask yeah and you know what's interesting if you would have asked me this question maybe 20 years ago I probably would have had a completely different answer and Ooh. I can't wait until we've, we've been running long enough that we can like do return guests and be like, wow, you've really grown and matured since your yeah. last party. Yeah. I think that would be kind of funny if we were doing this podcast like 20 years down the road and we were like, oh, the parties we started out with are crap. <laughs> we're, 
We have changed our mind. The best parties are tapioca pudding. And Fre- end at 7 p.m. <laughs> Fresh black tea for everybody. It would be crazy. In time for Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. I've got to get home before Jeopardy. Make this party end sooner. Yes. <sighs> but so now that you have different opinions yeah. than you did 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, what what would it be now? What would it be now? What would it be then? I think now I would go for quality of the experience as opposed to quantity of people there. I think that I think there was a time when it would have been I'm going to get as many people there as possible. Whereas now I would much prefer to have just a manageable size of people and have it just be this super awesome experience that we would go deep, you know? And so rather surface, so yeah. we get deep. We get defined deep. Like, are you saying like a pool party, like you're going to have a scuba diving party? That would be one definition of deep, which um, is not what I'm referring to. Uh-huh. So uh, deep in that... Uh, in conversation that you know that spending the time together we would learn something about each other and perhaps something about ourselves that we would leave the party being richer for the experience it's gonna be a growing growing occasion yeah i think so well okay so and when we're talking richer, we're not talking wealth. No, right? we're no, not no, talking no. like. No. Did you just get just, back from barbershop school? You're splitting hairs left and right. What? <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, one of, one of my kind of personal things about parties is that I think that, that you shouldn't expect to, um, you know, launch off they're they're not so much an investment in the physical sense like there's something about it where it's just like all right we made all this stuff and now we're going to enjoy it and hopefully it'll still be there when we're done enjoying it so when you say like richer for the experience and and learning something about yourselves and the others how would you facilitate that well see that's the thing because if you try to facilitate it too much i don't think it's going to happen so you got to have like the some pieces in place so that it organically evolves you know Mm -hmm. right so i find like there's there's times where i've had incredible bonding experiences just like working on a yard or working on my car and stuff like that so it's like the actual activity doesn't have to be that meaningful so much as like you said the people that are there the kind of people that do want to know those things about you and do are actually invested in your life and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. I think a couple elements is that when people are truly comfortable, then they're more their authentic selves and mm-hmm. they're willing to be maybe a little bit more vulnerable in their connections with other people. Mm-hmm. If people are not feeling comfortable in whatever space they're in, then I don't think you're going to really get them to let down their guard you know well, yeah which is odd because i think that there are some there's something about certain people where just being around other people makes them uncomfortable so like already you're kind of starting from like the opposite side of the field right here like you have some work to do at the beginning where it's like hey you know like welcome like how did it, the theoretical uh, or the metaphorical breaking of the ice yeah i think i'm kind of good at that you know like bringing people together you know it's a good handy tool to have yeah you know you know this this person knows this talk Mm -hmm. i mean it kind of is your job in a way isn't it i mean a little bit yeah yeah. you know what came first the chicken or the egg was i drawn to the job because i'm good at it or did i get good at it because of the job I can't answer that question. Yeah, but. And then neither can I. I think it was rhetorical. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that the whole thing for rhetoric? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Because nobody wow. ever really answers it. 
right? I, no, I, I wait. There's no. definitely a solid answer, but this is a crazy tangent that I don't know if we should go down. Oh All no, right. let's go down. Like, let's go back to the party. Okay, wait, really fast. Um, in an evolutionary standpoint, if there was some sort of dinosaur that genetically modified itself through evolution to have a chicken baby, it would have to have that chicken in an egg. So inherently, the egg that the chicken, um, uh, what, what is that? Um, the chicken would come with the egg. Right. Well, no, because it's just an egg, and it's like some sort of pterodactyl having this mutated egg that turns into a chicken, right? It's, it is no longer pterodactyls. It is now a chicken. But before it's a chicken, it's an egg. Right. Well, and then I, I, it goes back to, like, what comes first, the proto-chicken or the proto-egg, right? Yeah. But and this is why we shouldn't go down that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always egg. Always egg. Always egg. Always yeah. egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on. Big bang. There's a there's a place of expansion, you know? You need the space to have the stuff. Gotcha. Boom. <laughs> All right, Boom. but back to the parties. But back to the parties. Speaking of space. Yes. Where would you have this? Well, that is a great question. I'm picturing a villa of some sorts. Perhaps Italy? wow yeah like tuscany or whatever so like you have a villa and everybody and it would definitely be a multi-day event right right and everybody would kind of have their space see that's talking going back to comfort Mm. everybody needs to have a safe place to escape from whatever it is amen i think you know we tend to we think about big parties where everybody's like woo, concerts and all that kind of stuff because that's the kind of people we are Mm-hmm. But we got to recognize there's probably a lot of people at those parties or a lot of people who just um, did not come to that party because that was not a comfortable space for them. Oh, yeah. No. Let me. Or they're drunk out of their mind because that was the only way they could get comfortable. Right. Well, there and is that. I've had that situation where I have both and I'm just like, well, I'm a little bit too drunk, but I want to be that guy in the main room that's too drunk. If they have like a side room, I can just like chill and watch TV for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you take a long bathroom break. Yeah. The, or you will, I mean, I guess this wouldn't apply to you, but that's the, literally the magic of the smoking section. I think we talked about this on the last podcast with Tanner where if you're in the middle of a party and there's this huge cacophony and you're just like, I cannot handle this, but I would like to still socialize and I'm going to speak with a group of 10 to 15 strangers that are a little bit more loose because they don't want to be in each other's smoke. But we're just like, that is almost like one of the main reasons I don't just like immediately quit. It's just because like, ah, but the smoking section is always such a cool place to be. You meet people. Um... But what you were talking about, about the bigger parties and the concerts and stuff, uh, we have an age-old question that just keeps coming up, speaking of rhetorical questions that no one has the answer to. Is a concert a party? It can be. It, a, a concert can be a party, but it is not necessarily a party. It doesn't just automatically It does not be automatically a become a party. It definitely has to have an element of partiness to it. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I think where it makes it a party is when people who n- don't know each other are connecting. Okay. Because that's what makes it a party. That is an interesting stance on it. That's one we haven't got before. A lot of people say what's going to make it a party is different activities that other people can do. Or like mm-hmm. a sense of, like a mindset of just like, yeah, I'm throwing caution in the wind. It's party time. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, that that is, and, and with the groups of friends that you do know and being able to get deeper into each other's psyche, that that is just getting to know the people you know even better so if you have like a few people together just kind of hanging out and getting to know one another that is party absolutely yeah Yeah. the accidental party the organic party that was not planned i think organic party and i think like kale smoothies and stuff we should have an organic party tonight but oh shoot we can't Ah, dang it Mm. i think that the concert we're going to is probably going to turn into a party i would su- suspect to, you know it, we're predicting rain 
this evening, which in some ways is like rain. But then I'm thinking, oh, then maybe they'll let everybody from the lawn come down on the covered seat portion of the mm. venue and then it's going to oh, yeah. be, yeah, be, be real close because <laughs> we'll be dancing oh, oh yeah. yeah well we're going to be dancing no matter where we are right yeah exactly yeah, always absolutely. be dancing um will it be dancing at this organic facilitated villa party that you're um the people who feel moved to dance will have an opportunity and those who are not comfortable with dancing will have the opportunity not to dance. Without feeling ostracized. Yeah. That's smart. Not everybody likes to dance. Fair enough. Well, but then again, I think every I think if everybody danced, they would like dancing, don't you? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And if everybody had the freedom to not like judge somebody's dance moves over another person's dance moves, like we're all just moving bodies, it's fine. Yeah. I, I find it I find it incredibly hard to believe that um there are people who actually don't like to dance i'm trying to think of reasons for not liking dancing okay so so far i've got one the self-conscious i'm bad at it right right and then two physical pain like no i don't want to dance i would love to dance but i'm in just like a lot of pain and like that i could see yeah. yeah if you yeah if if dancing was painful but even then you could do like a little chair tapping oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, just, that's, just a little shimmy just a shimmy to the side well, that's that still hurts of dancing right it, it feels good yeah yeah you're moving your body you're uh-huh. getting into it you know so i'm trying to think of any other reason to dance not to like dancing besides self-consciousness yeah or people getting up in your space because there's definitely an element of like I was at a concert the other day and some guy was just like could you move like two feet forward <laughs> it's like bro we are packed in here like sardines yeah. no I cannot because then my pelvis is like right on this girl's buttocks and I want to also respect her space <laughs> I have two come across people at a concert that um, have personal space issues our, we went to a concert one time. It was like an outdoor festival thing. And you know mm-hmm. how a river develops? Runs through it? Yeah, but but it's the river of people moving. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, and you, if you want to move across just, the crowd, you got to jump in the river and, right, and exactly. go with it, right? Well, this guy was standing in the middle of the river, and apparently he had bought some new shoes. And mm. he was just like, do not step on my shoes. Nobody step on my new shoes. Do not step in my shoes. And he was in the middle of the river and I was like, You gotta move. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either don't wear your shoes to the concert or get out of the river because right. uh, you're not rerouting the river here. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that's a lesson I think I learned very young was I was at a um, Judas Priest concert with uh, our dad and our friends. Hey, I know that guy. I know, right? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. the neighbors Mike and Sherry? Yeah. yeah, they were there too. And someone was smoking in front of me and the smoke kept blowing in my face. And this was uh, when I was like 11 or 12. So this was way before like I started smoking. Although I know people who do start that young and I want to say, kids, don't. Yeah. That's it's, way too young. It's way, what? No, just don't what do age? it in general. Yeah. I was like 11 or 12, I think at this point. I think that's when I tried my first cigarette. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I stole it from uh, Aunt Jamie. What? I stole it. Or maybe Aunt Carol. I don't remember. All I remember is my cousin narked on me. Dang. Dang. Did they get stitches? What? (laughs) Snitches get stitches. No, I should have. Yeah, amen. I should have talked to him about that. Yeah. (laughs) Tim, if you're listening, we got to talk. It's never too late to return the (laughs) favor. Yeah, really. (laughs) Come on, Tim. I got called into the living room and the... The curtains were being closed. Mom and dad were like, we need to talk. Oh, jeez. Mm. Busted. Well, that's very interesting. And yeah. I'd love to get <laughs> more into, d- what, into things that. I tried yeah. when I was 11 it's, years uh, old. Exactly. I got an early start on a lot of things. That's, got them out of my system. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's the way to do it. Wait, no, that's not the way. Go, let's go back. Way to do it. yeah. <laughs> it's a way to do it. Start late. Wait till your brain develops. Nicotine but is the gateway drug. But... Going back to the story, yeah. and we're going to cloud atlas this and bring it all back. Um, 
So they were smoking two feet in front of me and it kept blowing in my face as an 11 or 12 year old. And I politely tapped them on the shoulder and said, um, can you please move? That's blowing right in my face. To which she looked back at my dad like, what is your son doing? And my dad pulled me aside and said, Kyle, we're on an open lawn. Just move. Like, you're the one standing. You're not... She's sitting down. <laughs> Clearly, you do have thing. your mobility here. <laughs> life lessons. Exactly. You gotta learn them young. Right? That's what your parents are there for. Right, Give you those exactly. life lessons. Yeah. The hard truths. Don't yeah. smoke, and if someone around you is smoking, just... Move to the side, you know, get out of there. Yeah. Uh, But going back to the dancing thing, I did want to share a little story with you about dancing. Because as you know, your grandfather, Opa. Oh, snap. Is 93 years old today. Boom. Boom. Shout Shout out. Shout out to Lou. 93 years old today. Yo, Lou. Turning 93. Almost in... uh, what what we call it? Century? Centurion. Oh wow! Is he going for it? Seven more years. Seven more years. A, I think that is a mystery to us all, there, wow, Kyle. I mean. It is something that we do not determine. But, um, but so he he you know lives in a place with people who are also old. In their <laughs> 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 hey, otherwise known as assisted living. Yeah, we. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I shouldn't talk down to them. That's the market we're really trying to tap into right now. Like, <laughs> All these people are going for kids. Kids don't have time to listen to podcasts. People in assisted living homes, they got nothing to do but listen to these radio shows. Listen to them on repeat. You probably couldn't hear half of it anyway. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Then we have to talk a lot slower. Right. And enunciate everything we say. Oh, man. No, but they have these entertainers that come in and and sing to the crowd. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of them are in wheelchairs or walkers or whatnot. And so, to your point, dancing would be painful, if not impossible. And then all of a sudden you look around, but you just got to real look for the subtle signs. Because all of a sudden you look at the feet and there's there's a couple toes tapping, you know, back and forth. A Heads or nod. Head nod, <laughs> a little finger kind of thing going on. Or, or just a little smile, you know? And you know, that person internally right now is dancing their ass off. They <laughs> are dancing the dance. Yeah. Yo. Breaking it down yeah. in the chair. Austin, you've been here on every episode of the podcast. Mom, you listen to the podcast a lot. Have I ever told you the story of Ziva? Ziva. Not that I can recall. Yo, sound familiar. Shout out to Ziva. This old woman. Um, I met her when I got kicked out of the place I was living in Tucson. And um, it wasn't my fault I got kicked out. A meth had convinced the landlord to like raid all my stuff. It was ridiculous. But a good friend of mine bailed me out and said, Yeah, Yo, you can stay with me for the night, but I live with this old lady named Ziva. He's like, but it's cool. I just bought her a new TV. And so somehow Ziva and I got to talking while he was talking to someone else on the phone. And she was mentioning how she used to be a dancer and she won all these competitions dancing when she was young, but dancing didn't pay the bills. So she um, had to work at a factory. And at the factory, she was a machine operator. And one time the seat that she was in for her machine broke and then like collapsed on her and broke her back so she could no longer dance right it's tragic um but what ended up happening was she had just gotten this new tv and she was watching dancing with the stars and watching this woman's eyes light up when someone nailed the dance was incredible because she's just like you That's knew sweet. right like you knew the whole like ah I wish I could do that but just there she would just clasp her hands and go oh she really did a good job Siva you're adorable like right on so I'm I I know very well the whole like dancing on the inside kind of. Mm-hmm. You got to look for it. It's the That's subtle sweet. things. Yeah. Yeah. I want to dance as long as I live. That's amazing. Yeah. Pretty good. I want to go out dancing. See, and I feel yeah. like that way about music, where it's just like, even if I I can't necessarily make all the crazy music that I want, like just to like 
no matter what what age I am to enjoy that music and to have that little bit of nostalgia and happiness. And that would be awesome. Emotion. Yeah. So there will definitely be music playing at the villa. Live music, or are we going to have like the auto-rotate on the aux cord? Well, I think there's going to be... It depends on where we are in the... In the uh, in the weekend, I didn't know what that just meant. What you just said? Oh, oh, it's just where people put their phones on. <laughs> so oh, rather than yeah. having actual music, she's like, "Oh wait, I have a song." I have a song. <laughs> oh, okay. And that, that yeah, the snicker was just a, how absurd that would be at a massive <laughs> villa party. Fun party tip: I was at a party the other week, and um, on Spotify, yo, sponsor us, Spotify. And you know what? Actually, just quick message to Spotify. Put a podcast on your platform. Just because we're not on an aggregator doesn't mean you can't access our RSS feed. I emailed you like three times, Spotify. Get on this. Um, but anyway, on Spotify, you can add things to the queue. So they just passed a phone around and everyone just added a song to the queue. So like as the party's going on, you hear a song that you like and go, who put this on? Who put this on? Who added this to the queue? Is this your song? This is great. What is this? Text this to me. That is a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I like fun. that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that very much. I saw, did you, have you gone, what do you, what did they call that when there's the DJ playing the music, but everybody's listening to it on headphones? Oh, silent disco. Silent disco. They had that at the Ford Amphitheater Ooh. a couple weeks ago. That it's, was interesting. It's really entertaining to watch um, people that are actually doing musicality like different instruments and stuff like that do a silent disco because then it's sort of this just like it, you burst into the world whereas a lot of the ones i've seen they're just djs hitting buttons yeah. they're just like oh there's people doing stuff and I, I guess they're making music yeah but when you can actually see what they're doing on oh. the headphone or like while you're listening to it but you can't hear it no, not without the headphones, headphones. exactly oh that would be yeah so better. he's like he's playing the piano and laying it down you can see him playing the piano and laying it down but you can't hear it because it's feeding into the headphones yeah yeah that's bizarre it's yeah. pretty cool <laughs> yeah I, I just watched it all i did not have the headphones on it was pretty mm. interesting yeah i like People the multi-channel ones because it's like it's a instant polling service of to which dj is doing the best Whoa, we got someone hitting the NOS outside. Hot rodding and Avon, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there will definitely be music at this There'll party. be music there, and then throughout the experience, there will be some live music for sure. Like nice. a big, but I mean, we're talking. We're talking a big band. No, well, maybe, I don't know. Who would be the ultimate band to play at, at the villa? The Eagles. The e- well, I mean, no. I'm not yeah. a long weekend, and I hate the fucking Eagles. You don't like the Eagles? <laughs> no, it's Big Lebowski. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're playing at Rockies at the at the Coors Field, right? Oh, Snizza. Wow. Yeah, but Glenn Fry is no longer with us. I heard it's oh. his son that's singing. Interesting. Hey, yeah. Give it that torch. Right. Yeah. I had a bad experience with an Eagles concert. Oh. Yeah. What happened? They were playing at McNichols downtown, and uh, actually, we I, we had the opportunity to get tickets, but we had some family who shall not be named on this podcast in town. I'm looking at you, Tina. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have a <laughs> Tina in our family. Cousin Tim again. Oh. Was it really Tim no, again? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you the story. You'll probably figure out what it was. Okay. So, but the family would not uh, obviously go to the Eagles because it's not their music. So I thought it'd be really cool to take them to this play that was in this old house in the basement of this old house. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Historic house. We'll go see a cool play. I think it was Harold and Maude actually okay. was the play. It was a good play. Yeah. It would be entertaining. And so at the at the intermission of the play, we went out on the street, and all the family member did was complain about how old the place was and that they didn't get the play and blah, 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 blah. And we were close enough to McNichols that I could hear the Eagles. <laughs> I could just be there right now. Exactly. I'm like... I could be at that concert right now, but instead I try to do something nice for you, and you got nothing nice to say about it. Yeah, complainers. <laughs> okay, but on so no complainers on the villa. No, well, yeah. Just, wait, hold Only up, hold easygoing up. people, you know. Whoa, whoa. I mean, we were talking about getting deep, and yeah. okay, so 
that actually opens up a, 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 a chain of thought that we haven't accessed yet. I said this on a previous podcast, but um, I was watching this video by the School of Life on parties, and the School of Life is kind of problematic in its own right. But um, one of the things they were saying was that people think of parties as like, you have to be happy. But what makes for a better party is if people are allowed to be vulnerable, kind of what you were talking about, of just giving people the space to open up and be deep. And at what point are you doing that if you can't sort of de-stress away from... Because I agree there is something to be said about if someone was at your villa being like, this is the worst villa and I got an old sink and there's no bidet. Ah, I don't like this one. Bit. But they're like, you know what has just really been like frustrating me re- recently and like this and it's just, it, it's tearing me apart and then, but you can help him get past it. I, I know that when Austin and I were driving up here, I was voicing some opinions to him and... And I in turn, we were doing the brotherly bondage. Yeah, exactly. I love but, when you guys do that but we helped each other through it and we each had some things to say to each other we're like well now that i hear that from you i think that like you're definitely thinking about it in this one way and there's multiple ways to think about it yeah that's conversation okay yeah so at what, oh yeah yeah what absolutely does, yeah it's kind of that line between the when does a concert become a party like when does opening up and conversing turn into just needless complaining yeah like at what point are you a downer exactly I feel, I feel like it's larger issues like if you if you complain about there not being a bidet that's one thing but if you complain about it because you need a bidet because of special people. health reasons then like then we'll like we can get at the bottom of that yeah. let's get to the root cause exactly like why you need a bidet why do you need water in your poo poo on your poopers. There are sometimes. And you got the ookie butt. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. Uh, I was listening to another podcast and a guy said, imagine if you rolled around in the dirt and then just tried to wipe off the dirt with a paper towel. You still see the dirt that yeah. you rolled around in. Bidet, though. Get it all off. Or the Kirkland... What do they call those? The Kirkland wet wipes. Wet wipe. They're no, like okay. baby wipes for adults. Those. Yeah, they're flushable. Uh, that they say flushable, but well, one, they? but they caution: don't flush more than one. Yeah, that's all yeah. you need. <laughs> that's all you need. One. Yeah. yeah, hit it with the paper first. <laughs> baby wipe second. You but we've it. we've kind of digressed to a shitty spot. Ah, oh my gosh! <laughs> this is where we get our yuck, humor yuck, from, yuck. folks. <laughs> Can I just let your audience know that you were referring earlier to the discussion that the two of you were having on the drive up? Yes. And your audience, if they have been listening to more than one podcast, have heard the banter between the two of you. And I would like to authenticate for your audience that that is real banter that I had the privilege of listening to for. 20 well i don't know i guess when you started talking austin so that was like 15 or yeah. something yeah. Like yeah. i was really slow 15 years yeah. really slow admittedly so it got a bit more sophisticated as you guys got into your teenage years True. quite as sophisticated when you were three and five but well i rem- seem to remember uh, we have been talking about these rhetorical questions a lot during this podcast and I seem to remember a particular rhetorical question that came up a lot in our teenage years. <laughs> I, this, this, this has been perplexing me for quite a while. Uh, yeah, I don't think we ever got a solid answer to this. And it's... <laughs> you're shaking your head like... And now your audience also can empathize with what I had to put up with. Ah, oh, jeez. Because audience, this question came up. At every opportunity, uh, so often, so often, just it keeps me up at night. Nature of existence. What does it mean to be human? (laughs) And that was it. That was the question that we always ask because there are certain aspects of being human that I don't think are experienced by other forms of life. I mean, we we know from science, uh, scientific experiences that other animals like dolphins and dogs and pigs and perhaps even goats crows ravens experience a certain level of intelligence apes they they all have this propensity for tool making and they all have um what we call just the ability to recognize themselves and have self-consciousness but human beings 
in particular just are set apart we've conquered the world in ways that other animals haven't and when it really boils down to it why would someone want more cushion for the pushing we've already come so far and unless i don't know you have how some sort of huge dingy dong or I something know, i mean how much cushion is really required yeah, we don't need that much cushion i mean a little I cushion mean, is appreciated yeah i mean you don't want to be you don't you don't want to push into nothing you know you need some cushion but why i want to i want to pull the mothers out there and see if they get similar questions like this from their young young just yes, through, throughout yes. your life experience yes what have you going yes <laughs> i've got some interesting questions from the two of you that's for sure mm-hmm. uh, but that one comes up over and over again <laughs> <laughs> Never gets all either. Yeah. Classico. You know what I was wondering about, Kyle? What were you wondering about? Wait, Mom? really fast. If yes. if if we are on random tangents, I really have to pee. Okay. Can we can we take we're a break? Gonna, yeah, we're gonna take a little ad break. Okay. All right. Hey mom. Hi Kyle. Alright, we're doing this advertising break. We are brought to you by our website, Wolms.com. Mm. Have you ever been to Wolms.com? I have, many times. What did you like about it? Well, I, I must say that you have some interesting... Is this where you're posting your blog? This is definitely where my blog is. Yes, I, I must say that I have always been a fan of your literary prose, well, Kyle. Well, thank you. I think you have a, a quite a talent with uh, writing, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your mom and a former English teacher. But I think the English teacher lends some credence to it. You know, you know you've always been uh, quite articulate when it has come to vocabulary and not, expressing yourself. Not to brag, but some people have read my writing and said, oh my gosh, it's like you're just saying this to me. Yeah. Because that's a compliment. Right? I think so. Yeah. It's some strong voice. So what, what, what else? Well, yeah, so I like reading your blog, especially when you uh, are in some exotic places, such as when you were overseas. And you hey, were, that was pretty interesting. That was fun. Yep, yep. And um, I think that your audience might not realize just how versatile you are, you know? Why, thank you. Crochet extraordinaire. Oh, there are definitely pictures of my artwork up on that website. Yep, yep. And there's some interesting ones in there. Not... Not even just artwork, like what you do with your artwork. Go big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been featured on the Berlin Wall, statues in Denver. We've also, Mm -hmm. there are, uh, I don't have the pictures up on the website per se, but my artwork has been on, I want to say, five of the seven continents. Well, four. Mm. Interesting. I know. Asia, Africa, Europe, and North America. And does your audience know how? Like, you physically have not traveled to all these places. No, I have only been to three. Right. But other people have posted your artwork yes. in other places. If you wish um, to post some of Kyle's uh, artwork... You can buy it on the store. Yeah. Yeah. And then post it and take a picture of yeah, it. Exactly. So that's Willems.com, and we're going to get back to the action after this. And we're back. We are back. All right. So I was about to ask you a question there, Kyle. Yeah. I was curious if you ever gave uh, Mrs. Heaton props for originating the idea that has now evolved into this podcast. No, but I did crochet her a poncho at her retirement party. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And told her what an inspiration she was to me. Yes, yes. Are you referring to the Million Dollar Project idea? I am referring to the Million Dollar Project, Kyle. Hey, I mean, it did. It, it does seem to link up mm-hmm. in, in ways. I think that's where your brain started. Because Kyle chose, if he had a million dollars. Had a million dollars. He could do anything he wanted with a million dollars. And guess what Kyle chose to do? Right. This is where you call in, listener. Yep. Call us on our hotline at 4242423817. Our first caller is on the line. They are. We, hey, we recorded a voicemail. Now you know. What What do you have to say, caller? <laughs> Good call. <laughs> You're right. He did choose to throw a party with his million dollars. How did you know, caller? Oh, my gosh. That was the best guess ever. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was I believe it was in our basement. 
Right. With a live band. Well, yeah, that would probably make sense because I didn't know about Fiddler's Green at that time. Yeah. Yo, I was going to hire Linkin Park to play That's in right. the basement. Linkin Park was the band. Absolutely. Hey, they were pretty big in, what, was that 2002? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it had been three years since Hybrid Theory was released. Meteora was yet to disappoint fans. <laughs> oh my. Still think of you every time I hear Linkin Park. Hey. And back to those days. Nice. When you were 11. Crunchy right. 90s, right? I think I still have that videotape of you, too, explaining your party. Really? Yeah. That would be such an interesting thing to yeah. put up on the internet. Yeah. Side note. Side note. Podcast is over. I have a question for you. Oh, um, some off-air talks. <laughs> Ooh, uh-huh. We're getting deeper than we can on the air. It's, it's, gonna, not, it's fascinating. It's going it to get. It's going to be like a mom talking to her son about yes. certain practical issues. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, I've heard about uh, such conversations. Speaking yeah. of practical issues, what brought Italy to mind? You know, I, that's a good question. I was having this conversation with my boss and my uh, fellow. Co- co-worker shout out to sarah and katie yo sarah and katie let's get you on the podcast much love sarah and kate and uh you know mentioned that i was going to be a guest on the on podcast today and you know when you mention that to people that um about this podcast you know you know what immediately they start doing talking about what their ultimate party would be exactly and that's exactly what uh miss sarah did and so she was the one that got this idea of tuscany in my mind because she went to italy and she described uh, where they stayed in a villa. And I thought, oh, my God, if you just expounded that. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, And actually, boom. I think that was her idea, too, to have the party in Italy. So I kind of stole it from her. Oh, so you're saying if we have Sarah and Katie on the podcast, they're just going to be like, we would have it in a villa in Tuscany. We'd be like, already been done. Exactly. Done. Stole your idea, gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, I like that it has sort of the, the coastal vibe. It has yeah. a little bit of mountains to it, a little bit of uh, nature and yeah. such. Yeah. It's, that it's cultural a- feel, you know, you could venture out if you'd like to. Delicious food. Delicious food, I've heard. Do you do you have any Delicious specifications food. on food, or is it just like we're in Italy? Anything would be. Well, nice. yeah. Well, it'd definitely be like you know the food of the region. Greece mm-hmm. would be a, you know, mm. have some Greek, some octopus. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Best calamari I've ever had was oh, in Greece. So good. The I can believe it. Of Santorini. You oh had calamari. Gosh. Oh yeah. And you liked it. Yeah. Well, that's one of the two types of seafood i like okay. i like calamari and shark okay and so good to know. very odd picks <laughs> they don't taste like fish they taste like can i tell the story of when you had your first shark burger oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gets deep but i guess that has something to do with parties yeah let's go <gasps> we're in southern california we were my uh, hometown can down I there in manhattan the beach while this is happening yes. right and uh, kyle went for quite a swim in the ocean and our audience listeners that know about what happens when you swim in the ocean and what you... What happens when you listen to that When you swim in the ocean and you wipe out a lot in a wave. Time after time, you come out of the ocean taking a little bit of the ocean or a little bit of the beach with you. Yeah, it just gets in places where it shouldn't be. It should not be. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's why you shower afterwards or... During. Or during. Pour an extra water on yourself. Uh, or if you did like my mom, you get naked in the backyard and squirt you with the hose. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I've done that once or twice yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah. So, so Kyle uh, had that sand in those places that um, you shouldn't have sand or you don't want to have sand because that would be then when the Kirkland flushable adult yeah. wipes would come in handy <laughs> i don't even know if then like that, that won't even help that wouldn't mean yeah that wouldn't even but anyway so he was he was not a happy camper camper Mm-mm. and we were uh, i think you and i were pretty bound and determined to try the shark burger because it's went amazing and, got him, and uh he was like no way i don't care about a shark burger i want to get home i want to get a shower i'm uncomfortable i don't feel good and then I don't know if we stuffed it in his mouth or somehow we convinced him to take one bite and it transformed his day. We just knew that he was going to be better after the shark burger, yeah. but his hate for uh, fish products and sand in his business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was, he was not, not about it. 
Yeah. But he was like, I don't want to go. Hey, that's pretty good. And now it's a staple. So yeah. what, what's what's that place called? The salty Captain Kids. Captain Redondo Kids. Beach. Yeah, that place Home has of the shark amazing burger. shark burger. Yeah, it can't be one. very ecological. Is it what? Probably can't be very ecological. Like fishing that many sharks. Free shark burger. Yeah. Uh, so. Hmm. So going back to the villa and Villas the music, I need some music. I might need some help um, generating the optimal guest music to be there and you got to imagine that the crowd is going to be most likely uh in their 40s and 50s with some 20s probably you guys would be invited i invite you you guys want to come to my ultimate party so far we've been to invited to like pretty much every party i'm waiting for the guest that's like yeah my ultimate party y'all wouldn't be there (laughs) (laughs) and i'd buy everybody except you yeah you gotta have haters to know you make it right. You know? Yeah, I guess so. You guys Maybe. run a great podcast, but you squares. Come you're on, you're yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. not have you there. I could understand it if it was like a females only type thing. Like, yeah, we're gonna have girl power night, so you <laughs> that guys would not be my really, ultimate party. I hang. I like hanging with my girlfriends, but I like the mixed crowd. Hey, that's yeah. Yeah, that's still an egalitarian view, you know. Way to be a humanist. Yeah. I like it. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I enjoy that. Uh, but, yeah, we'd be there. Okay. I think you could, you know, have the eagles. I could, huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus Glenn Price. Oh, going back, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Because, you know, even unlimited resources would not bring back the dead, huh? So you couldn't do that. No. You yeah. could do. I, th- I think we. Holograms exist. Holograms, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pipe in some of the I don't know whatever it'd be, it'd be a band that everybody could sing along to you know and okay. dance and sing like maybe Earth, Wind and Fire yo Ooh, that, that would be, would be pretty cool That's that would be dope yeah maybe that, Sonia Dada uh-huh. Sonia Dada we're gonna put Sonia yeah. Dada back together again yeah she yeah, sing me a Sonia Dada, Dada song I'm, I'm, I'm slipping in the sky 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 I forgot what's in the sky. I forgot what yeah. I just know that of light. Of the, the, the CD starts skipping immediately after that song. Uh, and then I forgot who owned the methadone clinic. There's Ooh. a song about the methadone clinic, it, but I forgot the name who owned it. Okay, if we can't even sing along I know. to the band, okay, maybe then the song you maybe, not the best yeah. band. Ooh, um, Jakarta. Have you ever gone to see Jakarta down in Denver? What? You have the opportunity to go see a band called Jakarta playing locally in the denver area shout out to jakarta nice. oh, they're fun all right they're really fun also yeah. you know shout out to the motet motet yeah, yeah. that was a good time it was a good time i mean right. just another local band yeah also okay. fun all right yeah shout out to dispatch yeah shout out to dispatch you could have dispatch i do not understand their career trajectory yeah because i found out about them in middle school and now they're still super popular, but people are like, yo, this band has been around forever. Like, and remember, they, they when we saw them, they were like, this is it. This is the last time you're going to see us because we're like hanging it up. Right. And then they came back and decided not to hang it up. And have you listened to their new album? Because it's really different. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Still good, but completely different like than the general and... Yeah, I see. You got to do that as a band. What were you gonna say, Austin? Well, Sans knowing about the new album, just to if if they weren't putting out new music, that would be the way to stay super popular. Is to yeah. be like, we're not doing this anymore. Okay, maybe one more. I one guess. more yeah. farewell tour. Yeah, how many farewell tours has Kiss done? I don't know. <laughs> they just can't die. Or right. the Judds? Didn't the Judds do like a million? I don't even know who Judds, the Judds are. The Judds are. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. You probably don't want to know. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> he shares on her farewell tour right hey, now or something. Yeah. Wait a minute. Speaking of parties and bands and farewell tours and all this stuff, there's something I gotta like ask you about. You used to party with the Circle Jerks. I don't know if you'd say so much. I partied with them. But uh, party with a couple members from Black Flag one night. That's that was cr- pretty fun. Freaking crazy. Yeah. yeah. But if you were like, hey, do you know my mom? They'd be like, no, I don't know. Her. Well, yeah, I yeah. assume that's the same with like yeah. our dad skating with the Z Boys. Be like, you used to know a guy named Lee? Like, yeah, we knew a lot probably, of guys. Probably, yeah. No. We were pretty popular. <laughs> but they had this uh, down in Southern California, they had a place called Alpine Village, probably still there today. 
and it's like this German town. They have Oktoberfest everywhere, kind of a tourist attraction kind of thing. And for whatever reason, in the late 70s, early 80s, they started having punk shows on Friday night in this place called The Barn. And uh, it was crazy, yeah. So Social Distortion was there, Dead Kennedys, uh, Circle Jerks, TSOL. I don't know if you ever heard that. True Sounds of Liberty. Mm, Uh, Wasted Youth was a band that was there quite a bit. And I do believe um, if I ever have the (gasps) chance... Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's who's playing Boom. at the villa. Ah, yeah. yeah, something that everyone could say. I want you, want you to come to yeah. California. Because, you know, I just, who better to hang out with than Flea? Yeah. Come right. on. He had to get the parties going. Yeah. The drummer yeah. whose name escapes me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and Anthony. He's kind of one of my, uh, yeah, he's on my list. Oh, so, what? okay. Yeah. All right. list. Don't kill Anthony no, Kiedis. Watch out. That <laughs> list is just getting longer and longer. She'll bury you under a bridge. No, not that list. A good list. Now, Anthony Kiedis, yeah. And um, I do believe they played there one Friday night at the barn. Don't. I could be wrong about Crazy. that. Did I don't know. It was a fuzzy time. Fuzzy, fuzzy time. Fuzzy, fuzzy times. But yes. that is kind of in present. I mean, like... There are so many podcasts these days that come out of Los Angeles just because it's like a media town, which it's fine, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you were there like when it was coming into its own and like really growing out and growing up and like back, I think, when it was even almost more influential than it is now. Yeah, is, pretty much. Which is kind of crazy to me. Back in the days of Hollywood and yeah, but I was kind of like on the outskirts. I don't think like I was in the scene like mm. sort of visited the scene a little bit right. you know because i was mm-hmm. kind of in suburbia a bit hey maybe a bit of a poser at the time if wow that was a town ta- that was a term mm. thrown out there but we did have some fun in hollywood that was for sure hey that's cool that's Whiskey a go-go that's what i tell yeah. like everybody about our family it's like we're not in the middle of history but we are history adjacent. Like there you, you, there you, you go. know, there. drove through the LA riots. Uh, our uh, our great uncle is a forgotten silent film star who yeah. has like a star on Hollywood. Um, we were in Denver when weed first got legalized. That's somewhat historical, but mm-hmm. we weren't really doing anything other than smoking it. However, if we went all the way back to World War Two, yeah, our then great- we were in it. Well, well, us, but our family. But our family, yeah, yeah, they were hiding out in the bushes. Yeah. They were draft dodging in the cool way because yep. they were draft dodging the Nazis. They were definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it was they a positive had, thing. They had yeah. face-to-face interaction with the Nazis for sure. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Like in Europe, in an occupied country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oma and Opa have got some stories. Oh, I'm sure. I wonder what Oma's ultimate party would be. I'm sure she would have like tons to talk about yeah that's true i wonder if you'd have to have to be the ultimate party at 88 yo that we would definitely get the geriatric yeah, we market would get that market of the senior citizens <laughs> getting it going i'd like <laughs> some bridge some nice crooning on the radio <laughs> oh no no, no she, yeah. like juggling she'd be dancing she'd be dan- oh, dancing dances now she, yeah. puts, she puts on her uh, country music that's what she likes the modern country hits that's bizarre and then she's boogieing around uh, and opa too you got to get him up a little bit, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Get him out of that amazing waka that Austin assembled for him. Yeah. He really likes that thing. He really? can dance with it. Yeah. Yo. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. New best friend. He was taking off, zooming all yeah. around. That's great. He likes that thing. All right. I think we've gotten... Mom? Yeah. In the course of this podcast, have you learned a little bit about yourself? <laughs> Did we get deep enough for you? Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Dang. Too many, too many unknown people listening. I'm, I'm not feeling safe. Remember back to that safety? Right. You're not, not feeling, feeling comfortable. I'm not feeling safe to get that vulnerable. Yeah. So, okay, not knowing yeah, who's going to listen to this. We, we, can, we can talk about what time? Personal, personal details later. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're just talking we about partying right you know, now. We could, right. we could get deep. So, I don't feel like I talked about my ultimate party much, but other than the do. Red Hot, we've determined that the Red Hot Chili red Peppers hot chili are coming. Peppers. Well, okay, yeah. we've got a couple of things here. We've got 
Phyllis in Italy. Mm-hmm. You got getting deep conversation, everyone feeling comfortable, people dancing. Yeah, people tasty food. The option not to dance. Um, I yeah, I, I think we kind of talked about food a little bit in in and around this, um, but we didn't really talk about which kind of food would be there, did yeah. we? Um, but we also had live music, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Um, just singing. Is there any people? other details yeah, you can think what, of? What, what, it's just I just keep coming back to that comfort word, you know? Yeah. Like people get to dress cash. Nobody feels like they have to. Cash dress. Like, yeah, you don't even have to put on makeup. We should throw like. Or wear a bra if you don't want to. Ego death party or something like that. Ego death party. Or yeah, Ego where death. it's just. We like, like our, our clothes yourself. are meaningless. Yeah, we just need to just, just be people to each other. And that way we can like figure out who we, who we truly are and what we truly want to be. Maybe everybody could wear deep? glasses where they couldn't see each other. I don't know. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Seems kind of dangerous. Yeah, it seems like it's a little too much anonymity no, right there, okay. yeah. There, therein lies the question. Do you think you would get more so of a death of ego and like a restricting of, or like a, a washing away of identity if everyone could dress however they want and you just kind of mention to people don't judge each other? Or do you think it would strip away that more if everyone had to wear the same thing, like a white linen toga or something like it, a toga. Like, everyone's dressed the same. Oh. Like, it's like the, a really deep the philosophical behind, conversation. Uh, uniforms in school. Exactly. Well, it, that's, like, one of the things about, you know, regimes and sex and cults and stuff is just, like, you try and you try and strip away that ego form uh, from people and you make them all dress the same and make them all act the same and do, do that kind of stuff. And in a way that almost makes them more comfortable with each other, but it but also it, makes them more comfortable with a lot of messed up stuff. And you normalize the populace, so rather than right. going out and being these individualistic. Right. I think that's like every Ayn Rand book ever. I don't, I don't ever. think you'd learn more about yourself. I think you'd learn more about some philosophical dogma. Well, having lived through uh, two years, two years, yeah, two years of Catholic school, Oh. Where I was forced to wear a uniform at a very uh, impressionable age. Not maybe not even impressionable. When you're in middle school, what's that like? You know, that's a very impressionable age. Yeah, you're all about the ego. You're trying to figure out what your ego is. Right, you're building and, it up from um, scratch. Yeah, so St. Catherine Labore, we all had to wear the same skirt and white blouse and whatever. And people found a way to still claim their identity whether it was a hairstyle Mm -hmm. or socks or shoes or like what brand your white blouse was you know if it came from the uniform store or if it came from you know bullocks or whatever the (laughs) fancy store was so you know so at that age you know you want to find an identity so i think if you impose that on people when they want to as a post, but then now we're talking about the 40s and 50s crowd, which would probably welcome the idea of stripping ego. Right. And so I kind of like your idea of just having some comfortable linen kind of stuff and everybody could find the thing that felt comfortable for them. Right. And the other thing would be no mirrors. That's that genius. is interesting. Yeah, nothing that you could see a reflection of yourself. Man, I wish that had come up earlier. We're like at 57 minutes in but like you can edit out some of the other stuff no just give us the rundown well I have two experiences okay one experience was going out to Lake Powell and like at first I was all self-conscious about you know wanting to wear a bikini because that's truly like the most comfortable thing to wear when it's like 104 degrees outside it's essentially undies I mean, yeah. Anything, yeah. Like, <laughs> like if I could just walk around in my undies, undies yeah, yeah you know, I'd be about you're it. Jumping in the water and everything like that. But I'm like, Ew, I don't know how it look. But then we went, and my friend uh, Cindy and I decided that we were like not going to care, and there were no mirrors to ever see what I look like, and it was awesome. And yeah. I wore a bikini; it was great, and I'm sure I looked horrible, but you know, it felt good. You just rocked it. I stroked it, and now I used to do yoga in front of a mirror at a studio that had a mirror, mm-hmm. and then now we do yoga at a studio that does not have a mirror. And I think I feel way more comfortable just doing yoga without getting any feedback. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, I feel like, it, especially with a mirror and yoga situation, you kind of have to like turn to look at yourself sometimes, and that may throw you out of alignment, but. 
I do like the idea of if if we just have confidence to begin with, that confidence will always help us look better. So rather than double checking and triple checking and like kind of bringing ourselves down, we just start with confidence and just emblazon that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, how could you ask people not to judge? But you know, some people, I guess I'm just now I'm thinking too of like, especially women. There are some women that would not feel comfortable not putting on their makeup oh, yeah. or doing their hair or whatever. Hey, that's cool. I mean, it, yeah. you said you don't have to. It doesn't say. Yeah. There, there's definitely a a thing that I struggle with, which is trying to better myself and go to directions that I want to and get the things out of my life that I want to get out of it where and and wanting to express that without putting anybody else down like say i want a better job mm-hmm. and just be like oh i want a better job because i don't want to feel like a loser all the time and then everyone else in the shop is like what are you calling us losers She's like <laughs> i don't feel like a loser and it's like no you're not losers you're great i love you all i'm just saying that like me in my life i wanted more from my life and you're like or are you saying this isn't enough for your life? It's like, oh. Or like, or like, if you want to lose some weight, you know, and you're around someone who's like either the same size or maybe bigger than you, and you're like, oh, I just gotta like lose like maybe five more pounds, and then I'll then I'll be like feeling good about myself in the mirror. It's like, so you don't feel good about yourself in the mirror when you're big? And it's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like I want this one thing. I got you. I got like, you. Kyle. What works for you works for yeah. you, but yeah. I'm just saying for me. You know, and it's it's almost weird passing judgment on other people when really you're trying to put it on yourself. And like, how do you how do you do that? I don't know. Maybe keep your mouth shut about yeah, it probably. and just do your thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> have example. your inner. Like, you don't I'm have to be so uh, kind of talky about like what. And then because people will notice, like if you work on something like that, and they'll just be like, kind of just like seem like you're happier or whatever accomplish it and then and then when they see the success of your efforts they're not gonna do the same thing that you were just talking about like right. if you use 10 pounds and you're like wow you look a lot thinner you know you look really healthy are you saying i'm fat like they're not gonna do that yeah. you know mm. so just well, and I, I feel like people also have some, uh, like, enough empathy that, yeah, it could go awry sometimes, but there's a lot of people that you're like, oh, I need to do this. And they're like, oh, believe me, I know. Like, we're both working on it. Like, let's help each other. That's true. So, I mean, if if there is something to be said about if your homie has five cents and you are wait saving your last $200 until your next paycheck, don't complain to that guy about being broke, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he is... M- way more broke than you <laughs> like yeah. so but I, I think that's just like a social thing yeah. to be happy about what you have with each other yeah be conscious of what's around you mm-hmm. yeah. like before you talk speaking of being conscious about what's around us everyone has come back inside and I feel like they've been waiting on us for like an hour now so we yeah. should probably be social and and it cracks me up that they're very quiet they the are yeah. it's so courteous you guys want to make some noise <laughs> yeah just oh. <laughs> Prove that you're alive. Shout your existence into the void. There's somebody in the room too that that I was curious about the dancing question because they don't like to dance. Well, Ooh. I don't know if they don't like to dance. I don't know. I don't know the root. Hey, but Chris, you don't like to dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the same person that probably would not be like to be put on the spot to answer hey, that question right that's now. That's okay. We can. This this whole podcast is just for opening up the discussion. Right. You know, there's so much stuff going on in the world. It's nice to just talk about parties before you go volunteer and do your activism and stuff and make the world a better place around you. But for an hour, you just get to hypo- hypothesize about your ultimate party. All right. Yeah. Also, I feel I have done that. I right. went there in my brain. I hope I hope other people found it entertaining. Oh, yeah. Because the question I have is, you know, what I've discovered and I'm questioning is like people like to talk about their ultimate party. I don't know how much they enjoy listening to other people talk about their ultimate party. We've gotten good feedback. All right. So yeah. maybe those the listeners should go on to the iTunes and leave a yeah. review. Leave a review on iTunes. Ask Google us some Play, questions. Stitcher. Yeah. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. Because feedback is awesome. Email us at k at com, a at com. 
You can find me on Twitter, K Willems. Find me on Instagram, also K Willems. Or you could call us at 4242423817. We also have a Facebook, but they steal your data, so like, yeah, you know, they got to get their shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the Willems if you want to find that. All right. Fuck yeah, we said oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was the one that suggested that you not cuss. Well, and yeah, I was the and, one that did it. In all fairness, we do bark out the um, F bombs. Yeah. Profanity alert. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yeah. It's marked for explicit content. Yes. I mean, yeah. Profanity alert. Oh, yeah. Well, I want to thank you both for having me on your podcast. Oh, of course. That was really nice of you to thanks invite for, your old mom. But yeah, of thanks for coming yeah. out. And thanks for re-recording it i no. mean yeah i'm glad we did yeah yeah a i'm much sure pressure. it's a lot better yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interviewing right. me at 9 30 at night is not a good idea well in that <laughs> case let's let's go see dispatch let's, let's do go, it let's go to see party mom. on family right. party on party on kyle party on mom yeah <laughs> party on austin yeah get out of here I'm wild. what was your name again <laughs> i guess i won't party tonight party on, what they say about the second child <laughs> jesus all right all right that was our episode you are listening to a remix i made of beans and cornbread by lewis jordan and the timpani five this might be our new theme song. We'll see how it works for the first couple of weeks. Everything is subject to change. If you want to let us know how you like it, uh, review it on your favorite podcast platform. Send us an email at kitwillems.com or itwillems.com. And um, call our party hotline at 4242423817. Um, I'm just so happy you've all listened to this. It is a good time for everyone involved. Go to worlds.com. Bye.